Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This podcast is sponsored by Curology. Sometimes it would almost hurt to look in a mirror. Do you struggle with skincare issues that keep you feeling self-conscious and less than who you want to be? I thought I'd have to live with this all my life, but then I found Curology. With Curology, a personalized prescription formula is selected specifically for your skin by a licensed dermatology provider. I could do it all online. And the products are sent right to my door. Whatever your issues, acne, dark spots, clogged pores, fine lines, rosacea, and much more, Curology's science-based personalized prescription skincare can help treat it. Curology didn't just clear up my skin. It changed my life. Now get up to six skincare products free, up to a $52 value with free shipping and a no-cost consultation with a licensed dermatology provider. When you go to Curology.com, go to C-U-R-O-L-O-G-Y.com for this free offer. That's Curology.com. Prescription products are excluded from free product offer. Applies only to your first box. Subject to consultation. New subscribers only. See Curology.com for full details. Attention shoppers. Welcome back to Zeller's. Today's special, all PLTs are 50% off. Welcome back to Poor Little Thing, the podcast, also known as PLT. Oh, yeah, baby, the podcast where we share and discuss stories involving life's poor little things. Like that time you had a vivid dream that you could fly, and when you woke up in the morning, you jumped off your bed convinced that you could fly because in your dream it was so real. And then when that didn't work, you grabbed an umbrella and said, be right back, mom. And she was like, whatever. Went to the park by myself, climbed up on top of the scorekeeping box, and jumped off. <laughs> that hurt. <laughs> Hi. My name is Amy Good Murphy, and with me, as always, is the fabulous, the thriving, the absolutely slaying... Ryan Steele. Thank you so much. Hello, everybody. Oh, my God. Hello. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. Um, that was weird <laughs> that, that you did that. Okay. But it reminded me of a video you sent me last night of a, 
of a smaller man who it was like a it was, it was a commercial jingle or something and he kisses the woman and then he jumps out the window and he opens an umbrella and then they just show this like mannequin or something smashing into the wall <laughs> over and over as he goes down i have to tell you something <laughs> my brother dm me that video it was a philippines mentos commercial and it was a small man mm-hmm. who, you know, had sort of a growing difference. Mm-hmm. He was very small, mm-hmm. small body, yeah. small. Yeah. And he was in the commercial and he was like the big star guy. Yeah. And the first scene, his body hurls on top <laughs> of, of the, fa- of the uh, sort of um, average size man. Mm-hmm. They catch his body yeah. and then the edit cuts. Like they just cut the edit. It's not even flowy. <laughs> and then he's roundhouse kicking them from the ground. Mm-hmm. And then he's in some hotel room with this woman that looks maybe to be a prostitute. <laughs> I don't know. But he like, he looks at her and then he runs back and kisses her. And it yeah. appears very odd because she likes it though. she likes it and then yeah. they wave to each other goodbye <laughs> and then he jumps out the window with an umbrella and flies down the side of a window mm-hmm. and then at the end it's like mentos the yeah. fresh maker okay listen okay <laughs> last night i watched that a thousand <laughs> fucking times cry laughing alone oh. and when they throw his body out the window with the umbrella it's a dummy so there's no yeah, weight yeah, on yeah. it so it's like flailing and smashing <laughs> everywhere down the wind down the building yeah Oh, it was funny. I liked it a lot. I did no research. I don't know if it's a real commercial, yeah. but holy shit. Mm-hmm. I was too scared to start it because I thought <laughs> this might be discriminatory. I get it, yeah. I didn't know. Well, you did the right thing. You just sent it to your friends who you know are going to have a good laugh. That's all I did, mm-hmm. okay? Yeah. Anyways, fuck, that was funny. Hey, cheers. Cheers. Oh, Negronis. It's a Negroni. Because we're recording this. Uh, it's going to let you know on a Sunday. And Sunday is yeah. Sunday fun day here at PLT. Yeah. And here at PLT headquarters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll do as we please. <laughs> okay. Because here's the thing. I'm not good at getting day drunk. Yeah. And Negroni mm-hmm. is, you know, usually gin, red vermouth. Yeah. And Campari. Campari. Yeah. Holy shit. I almost forgot. It's one of my favorite drinks ever. Um, and it's a, it's a boozy girl. Mm-hmm. I remember when Jenny introduced me to, I'll never forget it. When she introduced me to Negronis, we were at the Reef on Maine. Remember Ooh, the Reef? I do, yeah. It ain't there no more. No. But we were on the patio, and she had a Negroni. I'm like, oh, let me try that. I've never had one before. She orders a fucking Negroni at the Reef, by the way. Anyways, <laughs> that's a bougie bitch. The Reef was like this. Was like this. What was it? Was it Caribbean food? Um, it sounds about right. Okay. I, I think anyways, I there maybe once. It was this divey bar, and she orders a fucking Negroni. Anyways, just to show us she's better. Mm-hmm. And I was like, can I try a sip of that? Tasted like pure medicine. Oh, I was like, this oh, is your, medicine. Your first one, yeah. I'm not good at being day drunk. Yeah. Is what I meant to say about this drink being boozy. Mm-hmm. Is like, I'm not. I'm not a good. I mean, I have a nice time. Yeah, yeah. But then I hate myself. Whoa. What about you? Um. Yeah. It's definitely like. I don't want to say a game, but you, yeah, it's kind of like a game. You yeah. really, because even yesterday I had a birthday. My friend Dean turned 50. I saw, I know Dean. I am now in the part of my life where my friends are turning 50 oh years my God. old. But then we kept talking yesterday how different 50 is now than when you were a kid, right? Like, because my grandparents were in their 50s when I was like 10. And I was like, oh, they're so old. You have such young parents. I do, yeah. That's no, they so have young cra- parents. Well, that's so crazy. But Dean is 50. And I was like, he looks like... I don't know. He looks like he's like, you know, young. Yeah. I guess he doesn't look like what I thought 50 was when I was younger. But yeah, we surprised him. And we, it was up. So I was drinking at two o'clock. And I just knew, though, like, I think I, I had a couple. And then I left quite early, came home, poured myself a big cup of Joe. Cup of Joe. Joe let, let the, the rhythm, rhythm take, take you. you out. 
And then, <laughs> um, yeah, and I kind of had to like, you know, and a bunch of water always helps too. Yeah. So definitely it's just a whole, if you're going to day drink, you got to do it right. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how to do that. <laughs> I'm just like, come on. I make the, I try and make the rules up front. Like mm-hmm. I'm like, Jenny, you and I both know yeah. that we're pro- you know, we're with people maybe that we're going to have a really nice time with, mm-hmm. but we're strong women, yeah. adults, mm-hmm. and we don't have to get lit up. Yeah. But then you start having fun yeah. and it's like. Hey, uh, have another one. Have another one. Yeah. Hey, this one's on me. Yeah, show me your tits. I got this right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the next thing you know, you and Jenny are in an orgy <laughs> with 12 fucking people, 12 of your best friends. Yeah. And now we don't talk to them. Yeah. But yeah. I don't, what am I going to do? What am I supposed to do? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Why don't you talk to them anymore? Because we, because it got weird because, because, because when the orgy went down, mm-hmm. it got scary. Oh no. Uh, feelings were going. Yeah. Fingers were moving. There were hair on my friends' oh bodies that I liked. Yeah. I didn't know that. I was talking to a guy the other day, and he's like, he was, we were kind of flirting, actually. Just when they don't live here, I, I'll go a little bit further with the flirting online. Yeah. Because I don't have to commit to anything. <laughs> wait, wait, because it doesn't get scary. Yeah, it's not it, like, well, you said. It's not like he's going to come over or yeah. anything anytime soon. He lives in another <laughs> province. But um, he's like, he asked me, he's like, you got a bush down there? Oh. And I said, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, oh, you got so confident. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I got a bush down there. Yeah. And he's like, hot. And I'm like, you got a bush down there? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was it. And then he was like, yeah. But I just appreciated someone who enjoyed a bush. Like, uh, yeah. I do enjoy my 80s porn. I like it was a lot more natural back then. It's kind of what I'm attracted to. And I'm a pretty fair guy, I like my hair color. So I kind of need a bush just to even look human because <laughs> no, no. I'm just like so light. Everything's so light <laughs> on me. So um, I need a little bit of hair down there to even, yeah, look like I've gone through puberty. But um, I don't like it when I, I want to go down there and it's just like all clean shaven. It's I not was, my favorite thing. I was going to say, because I feel like penises. This is going to sound really stupid, but mm. you're going to tell me, honey. You know it's been a long time. It's a safe space, babe. Okay, good. Penises, sort of like, yeah, if there's no hair there, it's like it starts low. Mm-hmm. Like maybe with at least a vagine, it's just like a bit of it, it sort of maybe makes a little bit more sense or not. Like, again, I don't mind either way. Yeah. I actually really don't care about that. Mm-hmm. I don't think it really makes me feel differently either way. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't bother me. But I feel like with a penis, if it was bald, it's just like a bald mound yeah, like yeah. almost like a vagina mm-hmm. and then a penis mm-hmm. do you know what I mean I know what you mean so I feel like yeah that's maybe a bit of a weird look yeah I don't, I don't want to be a hater <laughs> hey hey if you if you shave or wax or mm-hmm. whatever or don't have any or you don't have any hair down mm-hmm. here everybody's different oh yeah if I like if I fell in love with someone and I found out that you know he couldn't grow hair down there or I didn't like having hair down there it's not a deal breaker no 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 no. it's just what I like yeah mm-hmm. so but I remember oh growing up I remember talking like you know you get into those horny talks with your friends and with yeah. your boyfriends yeah. your girlfriends whatever I remember oh should I really share this yes you should I oh, re- she's had a Negroni, everyone. Okay, this is why. Yeah. This is why. This Guess is I'm different. making us another one. No. <laughs> no, there's no telling what I will say she's or do. She's slurring, you guys. She's slurring. You guys, am I really telling this? <laughs> <laughs> I killed a kid once. <gasps> Okay. Hey. That didn't happen. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's not even funny. It's the Negroni. It's pretty dark, yeah. Attention, Zeller shoppers. <laughs> <laughs> we really like that, didn't we? That was a good one, yeah. Okay, so when I was younger, I had a boyfriend, and, and his name was Will. And mm, oh, I know Will. I shaved his initials into my mound. No, you didn't. Yes, I did, and he loved that. And I, when I told him, like, I remember being, because I was like, into my mound, by the way. Okay, 
if anybody knows Jenny and you're listening, don't say anything. This is embarrassing. You, 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 you said really, this was a safe place. It is. I just, I'm, no, I'm, it's a more of a wow. I'm impressed right now. You really shave Will into your mound. There's a lot of things you don't know about me. <laughs> Apparently. I shaved oh, his initials into my mound, and I was like, <laughs> I couldn't wait to tell him. He was away playing hockey at the time. Mm-hmm. I remember, actually, I very much remember this. And I went into my mother's room where nobody was, and I got on the, ho- the landline, and I called his billet's house. Where he was being billeted (laughs) in Nanaimo. (laughs) Okay. And um, I remember, yeah, calling and being like, guess what, babe? And he was like, what? (laughs) And I was like, I did something for you. He was like, and I was like, your initials are on my bush. (laughs) And he was like, no way, man, really? Oh, I love that. And I'm like, yeah. Whoa. (gasps) Ew. Also, aww. Yeah, it was so cute. All these Negronis are going down good. Yeah, they are. I have to tell you something. Yeah, babe. I may or may not have stopped somewhere on the way here. (laughs) Okay. I don't know if this is true or not, and it's none of your goddamn business. Never. But I may or may not have gone to McDonald's. I was going to (laughs) guess. I didn't go, but when I went, I got a Happy Meal. Oh, wow. That's cute. Because I thought, I can't be coming over to your house hungry every time I get here. Well, you, you can if you want. Every time I get here, I'm not afraid to say... Hey, got, can we have lunch? Yeah, do you got anything? What do you got? Do you got any snacks for me? Because I'm, because I'm, and I don't even say like, you know, I'd love a couple. Of, it's like I'm starving. Mm. So now that pressure is on you. I'm, I'm aware of this, but I can't change myself. Yeah. All I can do is maybe mm-hmm. go into a drive-through on the way here because I'm running late. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like I have to get somewhere. Okay. And then say, hey, can I have a Happy Meal, please? Mm, yeah. And I did. Mm. And I even ate the yogurt that came in it. Oh, it comes with yogurt? It comes with yogurt <gasps> now. What toy did you get? Shrek. Oh, why is Shrek relevant again? I don't know. It was oh. like a Shrek, like, I think it was like a jewelry box thing. Yeah. You can have it. <laughs> it's in my car. I would take it, actually. What's your McDonald's order? My McDonald's order? Yeah. It would be, if I go for the full order, I'm going to get a McChicken meal. Yeah. With a Coke Zero. Okay. And I'm going to get two hamburgers with extra pickles. You're going to get three. three burgers? Yeah, that's what I would get. I love that. Yeah. Oh, my God. I love that. That reminds me of my sister-in-law's husband. He always gets like three fucking burgers and mm. slams them back. That's my dream. Yeah. Like, that's actually all I ever want to do. I've never done it because I can do it. Mm-hmm. But I know I shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. Not you. You're fine. You're a big burly man. I'm a big woman, but like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I can justify being like, I just slammed three fucking burgers. It is a lot. I would usually do that when I had my son fire and I'd go to Langley to see my parents. And then on the way home, I'd go to the Langley Fitness World, yeah. do a little workouts, see people from high school. <sighs> and then I'd go to McDonald's drive through after and I'd treat myself to that because I just pumped iron. Yeah, because you got to pack those buns into your muscles. Whoa. Why else would they be as big as they are? Thank you so it's much. The, it's the McDonald's. <laughs> it's the McDonald's, babe. Thanks, McDonald's. Yeah, you're welcome. McDonald's, please sponsor us. Please. Come on. Did you see Supersized? Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, remember when he puts the McDonald's fries in a jar and it never decomposes? Oh, yeah. Okay, okay so listen. Later on, <laughs> when I'm trying to go number two, yeah. and it ain't happening, yeah. and I am screaming alone in my apartment, yeah. I'll remember that I decided to go through McDonald's drive Oh, you mean today? Yes. Yeah. I'll or always regret it. Maybe my washroom. I'll try, <laughs> but I'm telling you nothing's going to happen. Okay, <laughs> want to know my order? Mm-hmm. McChicken meal. Love it. I like a few things there, yeah. but if it's like a classic order, yeah. it's a McChicken meal with root beer. Whoa. Today I got a cheeseburger meal and I put the fries in my burger. Oh. And then I was like scrabbed. Like I was like a fucking raccoon that had rabies trying to find the, the dropped fries. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like I was trying to get in that in fucking the bag. bag. Yes, yes. As I was driving, I was like, yes. fuck. And then 
finally when I knew I had them all because mm-hmm. I had searched around. There and you, you never go. take any of the garbage out. There's no. like the wrappers in there, no. the, the Kleenex is there's ketchup on shit, and I'm just yeah. shuffling around. Well, you don't want those wrappers and stuff in your car. No. They're going to stay in the bag. They have to stay in the bag because there's stuff on them. Yeah. And at one point, I looked up in the rear view mirror when I was eating the burger. I felt kind of sad, too. Like, it was ha- I was happy because... It was satisfying me at the moment, mm-hmm. but then I looked in my rearview mirror and I had a splooge of ketchup on the side of my mouth. Yeah, and I was driving full mouthed with McDonald's and and ketchup on my face. Yeah, I felt oh, sad. Someone probably saw you. I was like, "Holy shit!" Well, that's what I mean. It's that girl from the podcast. Oh my god! Yeah. And from that podcast <laughs> from PLT headquarters. <laughs> okay. Oh. Uh, speaking of favorites. Mm-hmm. You know, this is super random, but I was in my car the other day and I don't know why I started thinking about this, but I started thinking about what my favorite cell phone was ever (laughs) because we're of the generation when cell phones first came out. Exactly. Yeah. So the first, I think the first ever one was the car phone. Mm Mm-hmm. I remember my did my dad had a car phone. Yeah. Did you guys ever have a car phone? We didn't, but the Giles did, and that's wh- when I would go to Connects Games when I was like ten. Yes. They were the, the rich neighbors that would bring me. Yeah. And I always remember coming back from the Pacific Coliseum. Canucks just you know lost eight to two or whatever, and John or Colin would be talking on the phone in their car in, in like 1989 or something. Yeah. I was like whoa. I know. I think my dad had like a Lincoln or something. I don't know. It was like a. I don't know. It was a business car and, and like a sales car thing. And he had a fucking, and if you don't know what a car phone is, it has a literal cord mm-hmm. that like goes into the car yeah. and then it's, it's a big handheld phone. Anyways. Yeah. Crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm just on my car phone. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? And then it was the brick, the Zach Morris phone. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Was that the next one? I think so. I never had one of those. I never had one of those. I not don't know if my dad did, but my neighbor did, mm-hmm. and her mom had it, and she would sometimes give it to my friend Vanessa. Okay, but it was so big, mm-hmm. like, and we were in elementary school, but she would bring it sometimes and like pull it out of her like wherever mm-hmm. I don't know, but it was like so heavy. Anyways, and then it went on and on from there. Yeah, my first ever cell phone. Mm-hmm. was a Nokia was sort of like this big like I don't know what is that a foot yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's like a foot long yeah. and then and it had a little antenna yeah, which I loved I was say the antenna. and it had little stickers on it mm-hmm. and I had a phone card mm-hmm. what was yours I think mine my first one was something similar but one that stands out to me um was my Motorola uh flip phone I guess and uh I used to love the ring um of the hello moto do you yeah. can we play hello moto hello moto Thanks, D. Hello, Moto. <laughs> yes, it was my favorite. Was it the Razor? Uh, yeah, oh, the Razor. There you go. Thank you. I had a Razor. Um, I also remember like two uh, big things about cell phones. I remember working at Red Robin on Robson, and someone had a phone where you could video call for the first time, and the quality was horrible. Awful. Like it was so pixelated and delayed, but I didn't give a shit because I was like, oh my god. That's Brad in real time talking to me right now on the uh, on his phone. Yeah. Whoa. Like that was really cool. And then also when you could start playing games on phones, that was really cool too. Yes. yes. Oh my God. My all-time favorite phone, hands down. I had a couple different razors. It's funny you should bring up the razor. Yeah. And I wonder, because I, I think I was like, I wonder if everybody else felt this way. I had a black Motorola razor mm-hmm. and it was thin and sleek and it would open up and clap closed. Whoa. And it was so hot. I still think they're a hot phone. Yeah. Like they're sleek and like tight and like sharp. Mm-hmm. The razor. That's mm-hmm. what they called it that. And yeah. you put it up to your and you could take pictures with it. Yeah. And it would do the loud sound. Yeah, yeah. And the pictures were awful. Yeah. They were so bad. Mm-hmm. But you take a pic mm-hmm. with your fucking razor. Yeah. 
But yeah, I remember that. It was so fun. I was one of the first people that I knew that had an iPhone. Not bragging, just, oh, yeah. just what happened. And I remember at the beginning, I was so overwhelmed. You could mm. go online and all this stuff. Like It was scary to me. I'm like, ah. Uh. And even like, I would never bring my phone on my runs because I'm like, it just felt felt different. I'm like, my phone, I'm not going to carry my phone while I go for a run. Yeah. But honey, now that's all I do. You've been running since the first iPhone came out? Oh, way before. I've been running since I, like it was 18. Wow. Yeah, yeah. How, what were you, what got you into running? I, I just remember when you're, for me anyway, my story was like, I, my metabolism was through the roof as a teenager. And I remember we, mom would make dinner and we'd have it. And then I'd always go pour myself a big thing of ice cream. I would put chocolate chips on it <laughs> and sprinkles and then chocolate syrup. Pour like, yourself. I can imagine yeah. a soft serve in your house. I would just go crazy and I would yeah. eat this and I had you know, flat stomach forever. Yeah. And then I don't know what happened. 18, 19, 20 come around. Yeah. And my metabolism slowed down already. I was yeah, like, I was going to say it shouldn't be like this yet. I'm like, I thought I was good till I was like 35. Yeah. But it started to slow down, started to get a little bit of a belly. Oh, that was the main thing too. When I went to, uh, we went, did the 10 week uh, trip to Europe, me and three friends, the backpacking thing, you know, seeing at hostels and ew. Um, <laughs> but no. that's right after I came out. Hostels are okay. They're okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we were gone for 10 weeks and every day just eat Nutella on baguettes because oh, it was yeah. cheap and didn't fit into any of my pants mm-hmm. when I came home. Mm-hmm. And I remember coming to the, through the airport and I warned my family and a couple of times I'm like, I put on a couple pounds. I warned my family Well, just that I was Because I, I looked like I literally gained 10 to 15 pounds yeah. in those like 10 weeks. You know what? I was going to say, I I was just like, oh yeah, I was going to say you you that started early. No, my first girlfriend, Serena, mm-hmm. when that was in early 20s too, and we ate, oh, yeah. we gained so much weight <laughs> together. Yeah. Like by the end of it, it was like, okay, you guys need to break up. <laughs> like, you something has to change, mm-hmm. and it did. As soon as we were done, it was like, yeah, we were back. Perfect. Yeah, that's why I started running because I was like, I want to be a little bit healthier. Yeah, you know what I mean. I want my old pants to fit. Mm-hmm. So I started running, and also I lived in the basement of my parents' uh, house. So every night <laughs> I would have a dance party in my room for like half an hour. That was like, that thing. was your fitness. Yeah, I would do that as well. Wow, and it worked. Good for you. Everyone's at 95.3, and it'd be like, no, I don't want no scrub. Getting a lot from me. Yeah, that would just go off. Yeah, I like that. And then my dad would be like, go off, queen. Mm-hmm, he did Go do off, that. queen. I remember and your I dad. I was like, dad, go to bed, bitch. <laughs> He's always be sneaking in my room, staring at me. What? Okay, so we've talked about this a few times on PLT. Yeah. I finally, finally watched everything, everywhere, all at once. A little late to the game. I really, I say this every year. I really need to see these big Oscar movies before the Oscars because I think it matters. It just means so much more when you watch it and you can really appreciate their performances. And, you know, like, again, I knew everything that was going on this year. I knew who was nominated and I know what movies they were in, but I didn't fully have the background. I watched it on, I believe, Thursday night by myself. Um, At the beginning, I was checking my phone. I wasn't really committing to the movie, which is a problem with us young people these days. Which is a problem <laughs> that affects more than 79% of people. Yeah, I like literally had to finally, and I was just checking Instagram and whatever, being nothing, you know what I mean? Being nothing. Yeah. And so finally I had to go, Ryan, you put your phone down now. And I put my phone down and then I committed to the movie mm-hmm. and then I got it and I had to, that movie, I knew nothing about it. And I have to say, when it got to the point where he was like, I'd love to just do taxes and laundry with you. Mm-hmm. I started ugly crying. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was the wine talking, but I literally, it was like tears going down. And then I went, <laughs> <laughs> did you really? Yeah, I did. And I had a moment where I was like, holy shit. Like, Whoa. can she hear it below me or can he hear above me? Because their 45 year old little queer mm-hmm. <laughs> neighbor is just having a time watching a movie by himself and bawling. And then at the very end, when 
I mean, I, I won't spoiler alert if you haven't seen it. There's an end scene that kind of wraps a lot of it all up, and yeah. there's the music swells, and you see all these characters that you've been introduced to throughout the movie. They all kind of like you know come at one, and then it, you know it, it's over, and I started crying again. You just, you just got to get that music, that dramatic music, oh, you so know. Good. So good. I started crying. On oh, you'd mentioned the rocks, and when the one rock jumps over, mm-hmm. <gasps> bawling. Yes. When Amy told me, she's like, "There was these rocks that made me cry." I literally called my mom the next day. I was like, "Fuck, mom. Guess what Amy said." <laughs> No, what? I didn't do that. Wait, what? <laughs> but um, yeah, I just uh, the hype is real. <laughs> the hype is realistic. <laughs> yes, it, it. I'm so glad that you had that reaction because mm. I get. I think we've talked about this already, but it's like I understand everybody's reaction. I understand people being like, it was too long, mm. it was too up and down, or all around, or yeah. I just like, or there was too much hype, and yeah. so I went into it this way. Yeah. But I, you and I had a similar experience where it was like I didn't know anything about it either. Mm. And that's why I think I could appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Also, I was forced to pay attention. You're at the movies because I was at the movies. I, and I thought about that too. It's funny you say that because I really uh, want to commit this year to going to more movies. Yeah. Because you really don't look at your phone or you're a fucking dick. So you're there for an hour and a half, two hours, whatever, and you're committed to this movie, good or bad. Yeah. So what's new with you, baby? Tell me everything. I'm going to Miami. Whoa. That's just, that's the Will Smith song. Yeah. Um. Okay. If I were on if I were on American Idol, mm-hmm. I would come in. Can you pretend that you are working for American Idol? Of course. Is this auditions or is this like during... This is auditions. So you ask okay. me like what my name is and like what I'm singing. Um, hi, I'm Katy Perry. Hey, girl. How are you? Good. Um, what are you going to sing for us today, girl? I'm going to sing Will Smith, Welcome to Miami. Amy, let's go. Okay. Welcome to Miami. The place... It's going to be a no for me, dog. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, basically, I just wanted to say that... I'm going to Miami. Mm-hmm. I'm going to Miami and I've been doing some research. Yeah. Okay. Because I've never been. No. And when I asked everyone on my Instagram stories, I said, hey, <laughs> yeah. does anybody have any suggestions? What they say? The only thing that everyone said mm. was don't go, <laughs> which pissed me off because yeah. I was like, I asked for suggestions yeah. and I'm going. Yeah. But also, okay, I kind of get it. It's Florida. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But listen, I'm not hating on y'all. Mm-hmm. Some people, well- I'm hating on some of you. Yeah, some of you are pretty fucked up. Some of you are pretty fucked up. But anyways, I'm going to Miami. Mm -hmm. And I've been doing some research. I've been watching Real Housewives of Miami. There's Larsa. There's Lisa. There's Marisol. (sighs) Adriana. There's Julia. I'm so sorry. One of the girls' names is Larsa? Larsa. I don't know about that one. Larsa is... Larsa. Look, I don't... You you already get the vibe. (laughs) Don't worry about her name. It's her. (laughs) This girl... Okay, I... Please go there. It's the Negroni that's making me get honest. Mm -hmm. I don't love Larsa, okay? She's not my favorite character. She, like, comes into rooms and is just dead-faced the whole time, even when she's having a time. Like, when she laughs, it's like, (laughs) Okay, yeah, like, her mouth... Nothing on her face moves. And, like, cool, get your shit... Like, get whatever you want done. Mm -hmm. But I don't know, Larsa. But there's another girl whose name is Alexia, and she's from Cuba, and she has a really awesome accent. In her interviews, she's always saying, like. She says, like, a lot. But she always goes, like... Like, like, I love it. Like, I love it. Anyways, <laughs> Julia yeah. is a gay <gasps> and she has a wife. Oh. And her wife is former professional tennis player. Martina Navratilova. Yes. Whoa. Thank you for saying that because I didn't Whoa. know how to pronounce it. That's her wife. Whoa. Which is so funny to watch because it's like, she's the butch, you Whoa. know, Mar- she's the butch one. Yeah. Like, you know, no, no problem there. But yeah, Martina is uh, quite a masculine woman. She's masculine She's woman. just like D. She's... J- 
D. D. I don't want to talk to you right now. Dino do you? Martina? You don't want to talk about it because uh, you've had bad history, oh, bad blood. Oh. Yeah. All the okay. lesbians know each other, don't yeah. you? Yeah, we do. I've known D since she was <laughs> fucking, since I was 16. You met at Lip- Lipstick Jungle. Yes, that we did. That was your first event you yeah. went to and you met D. We went to, we met at Lipstick Jungle. <laughs> that was an event that used to be held here all the time. Yeah, Sandra introduced you to. It's, it was either Lipstick Jungle or an event called Hershey. <laughs> Hershey. Yeah. Which actually, they need to change that if they haven't yet. Hershey. Because you can identify as different things. Of course you can, yeah. Anyways, the gay couple on it, which I actually appreciate, because it's kind of cool. Like, it's stupid because it's a housewife show, but I do love it. Mm-hmm. And there's just, there's drama right now. Oh, no. Lisa, yeah. who's married to a very wealthy plastic surgeon, okay. lives on the ocean in Miami, okay. has a massive house, like, stupid money, mm-hmm. huge tits. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of work done. Yeah. But I, I actually, I don't mind her, whatever. She, whatever. She's Do they okay. look fake? Oh, they're all, every single girl on yeah. here looks like she lives in Miami, okay? okay, okay. I, I'm going to look <laughs> like D when I go to Miami, okay? Do you <laughs> understand? I understand, yeah. Like, but like a, if D were straight mm-hmm. and she had, and she was like a mom. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> what do you mean? Do you, can you put that together? Yeah, I can put that together. No offense, D. No offense, D. Um, anyways, I, I've been doing some research, but Lisa. Mm-hmm. The last episode, we're waiting for the next one to come out. Okay. Her husband gets caught talking off camera, but still mic'd <gasps> about how he's going to divorce her and that he has another relationship. He fucked up. He, during a party that she is throwing. And he says it on fucking camera. <laughs> it's pretty good. And then like Alexia, who always says like, yeah. her ex-husband who died was gay. Oh my god! Secretly, whoa! Look, and then her new now husband got yeah. in a physical fight with one of her sons on camera last season. Oh my god! Okay, I guess I need to watch. Yeah, I recommend Miami. Our Bravo insider Saturday <laughs> told us to start watching Miami. Okay. So yeah, you need to watch. Yeah, um, but we're recording this pod a little early, but something big happened in the news this week, didn't it? A certain uh, man got uh, what's coming to him. Okay, I want to talk about this. Yeah, the biggest. He's not even, he doesn't get to be called a PLT because he's not, no, he's not even he's below in, that. he's fucking so far below a PLT. Mm-hmm. This absolute vile POS, don't even get me started. I'm not going to go crazy mm-hmm. because we're having a nice time today. Yes. We don't need to waste too many breaths. I agree with you. But that loser, Donald Trump, has been indicted. Mm-hmm. I honestly, like, yes, I love that. Sure. I love anything bad going his way. Mm-hmm. But I will not be satisfied until that bastard is literally put in fucking jail mm-hmm. and held accountable for all the disgusting, vile, inhumane, gross, fucking brutal shit he's done, mm-hmm. said, mm-hmm. not done, everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, it's just like, for me, it's just like another thing. Like, oh, so remember when he got COVID? We thought he was going to die. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been okay with that. Yeah. That's sick energy. But mm-hmm. when it comes to him, yeah. I'm willing to put it out there. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, we wanted to bring it up because, like, whatever. It's it's part. We're looking for some drama. Mm-hmm. You, if you know PLT, it's a drama-filled podcast. Drama, drama, drama. And so, yeah, we're gonna bring it up. Mm-hmm. But do we want to waste any more breath on it? No. no. But speaking of drama, yeah, I was flipping through celebrity drama news online. Okay. Because I thought, hey, you know how I like to. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Give a little bit of scoop. Oh yeah, I love we love scoop. There's nothing going on right now. No. Well, I mean, nothing that we haven't talked about. Yeah. We've talked about Gwyneth. We talked, and this is later now. Like, I don't even want to bring it up because it's long gone. She was found Gwynnescent. She was found Gwynnescent, <laughs> which we like. And then, and then she said something to the guy. Remember when she or walked she said, out? She said, "I wish you well." Yeah, but there were some really funny memes. One <laughs> of the memes. Said? One of the memes was, "For fifteen percent off, use the code Goop." <laughs> She was giving him a, a coupon code, honey. I posted the one. Did you see when she was on Prices Right and she bet one dollar? <laughs> yeah, 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 that like was that. pretty funny. Somebody else shared that with me too. They loved. Oh really? Yeah, and I was like, I saw that on Ryan's. Yeah, oh. it was really funny. But yeah, anyways, there was no drama going on. But there was one article that I came across, and it was like celebrities who took home memorabilia from their big movie sets. Mm. And so like Ryan Reynolds took home like I guess a Deadpool costume, mm-hmm. and he was like, I deserve this. Like well, I, does, yeah. yeah, I want to take it home. Probably very expensive. Yeah. And then I read that Rachel Lee Cook on She's All That. Remember her? Yep. To, I would big crush. Took home um, the call sheet and a script. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, Rachel. You could have taken home the maybe the red dress. Yeah. She probably didn't know how iconic the that glasses, scene was going to be. Maybe, yeah. The glasses. Yeah. The wig they made you wear before you cut your hair. Yeah. You know what? It's like it's, it's reminding me. I used to take home everything from every job I've ever had. Like I'd always want some sort of like memorabilia or something, you know, something I could keep and look back. Yeah. But as you get older, you care less and less about things that happened 25, 30 years ago. It's true. Yeah. Oh, my God. I was just cleaning up. That's funny. You should, honey, we're on a roll. There we go. We're on a cosmic roll. Oh, it's the Negronis, honey. I know. Cheers. Maybe this this episode's going to be fucked, probably. We don't even know it. D, do you want one? Uh, no, she gets fucked. Yeah, she gets weird. No, D. No, D. <laughs> D, do you want them? No, no. D. We're like, we're like one of those parents like dangling meat in front of a dog <laughs> and then eating it. Sorry. D, you have to press the buttons and turn the levels. Yeah, sorry, so, D. So you can't. You can have one after D. But if you try and kiss me, so help me God. Mm-hmm. T- so help me Jesus Christ. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. Okay. And go to Pump Jack after if you're good. You're going to Pump Jack with D. If, she, if she's good. What are you going to do there with her? It's Sunday. It's Sunday fun day at Pump Jack. You know D goes off the rails at Pump Jack. <laughs> That's how I want to go. Oh, God. Well, okay, Love is Blind season four came out. Oh, yes. I didn't even know. I was... Um, I at, didn't know. I was at work on Friday and someone brought it up and I said, pardon me, excuse me, what? Yeah. And they said, oh, yeah, they just like released it last night. And I was like, I guess that kind of makes sense. It seems like it's been about a year since the last season came out. Whoa. Crazy. It's just, you know, what? It's already Christmas time again. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, okay. So, yeah, that's what I watched on Friday night. And all I want to say, Irina. Amy, you're going to watch. There's a girl named Irina. Okay. She's all over TikTok right now. Everyone is ripping her apart. She's a mean girl. And there's <gasps> another mean girl. There's two mean girls this season. There's never usually mean girls, but there's two mean girls. Yeah. And they're kind of team up. So just, it's not spoiling anything. 
You know how I get. I don't I like know, spoilers, and I'm, Ryan doesn't care sometimes. I'm very excited for you to watch, and like we just said, next week we'll have a full breakdown of season four of Love is Blind. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Don't put that pressure on me. <laughs> but yes, I will. <laughs> Pilt, I have to tell you something. What? You guys want a little bit of inside scoop on this podcast? What are you doing? We're having a conversation right now, but we do make little bullet points of what we want to talk about. No, we don't. And, and I tr- we, we honestly don't really look at the other person, so it all comes up quite naturally, but I just kind of snuck a peek, and there's something you want to talk about that I'm really excited to talk about. Is that a per- I know certain, what it is. A certain pop star? Yeah. Yeah, go. Why? Because do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. No. <laughs> yes. Okay. I love that. Okay, listen. The other day, I was scrolling Instagram, <laughs> and our girl, Brittany S., shows up, <laughs> Britney Spears, and she's doing another fucking dancing video. Yep. Go off, queen. <laughs> Do your thing. Yeah. You love it. Yeah. It makes you happy. It's very interesting. <laughs> this time, she had a guest. Yeah. And what I think it who it is i don't know exactly who that is someone's gonna be like that's her personal assistant that's and her son yeah and that's her son <laughs> and everybody knows that you fucking old bitch but i didn't know i don't know who he is but he appears is. to be queer I, I concur and he's dancing with her mm-hmm. it is so cringe yeah. he's touching her hips touching her butt mm-hmm. and it's like so off she's loving it she thinks they are on fucking <laughs> fire and then she does some move where she goes up to the front of the camera and they've kept in the edit where he says oh my god i love that that's so hot like when you do this when you go up to the camera and come right back down oh my god oh, why is that happening i don't know i saw him and right away he got a little fur in his chest so i, I had to stop scrolling right you away like well, I, I don't i don't but that's I, okay. But I shouldn't have said that. But that, that's what made me stop scrolling. I see hair. I see a guy with a shirt off, some hair on that chest. I'm like, okay, I stop. I watch. Oh, it's, he's with my girl, Brittany. I was very interested on who he was. What the fuck was it? I think they'd had a couple drinks. What? I, I, don't, I don't know if Brittany drinks. Honey, I think they had a couple more than a couple drinks. <laughs> there was something else going on. Yeah. They were having a good time. They were having a good time, but I lo- I watched it. Mm-hmm. Obviously, she's doing something right. Yeah. Because we're watching. Yes. But when he fucking lo- I love that. That's so hot. When you go up <laughs> to the camera like that. And like literally, it's just her going up. Yeah. Like close to the camera and then back again mm-hmm. and he he loved that yeah and she loved yeah. that he said that yeah who is that i have no idea and I mean, where are they i don't know but her her britney's husband he watched from the corner <laughs> and he watched <laughs> he watched from the corner oh do you know one time i've said this mm. but if you're a new new to blc i saw kevin Federline when they were married mm. pumping gas in malibu okay I was with an ex of mine mm-hmm. and we s- drove past the gas station and he was pumping up his gas Whoa. and we were like, now we can say that we're friends with Kevin Federline. Yeah, well, of course you can. Imagine trash. Yeah. He was trash. How did we not know that yeah. Brittany was bit? Oh no, I'm scared. Her, Whoa. Her Brittany army is too powerful for yes, me. Yes, don't even go there. Um, Let's get to our PLT stories. Let's get to our PLT stories. Okay. D, maybe one week we'll let you have a PLT story. I'm just putting that out there. Why are you always giving her? Not today. I don't know. I you? just feel like I go back and forth with D. I have a love hate with D. Like I, I look at D and right away I'm like, ugh, I hate her. But <laughs> she, she's been with us for so long. Yeah. So D, I'm just saying I don't actually hate you, and I do want to see you prosper. So maybe we'll give you a PLT story one day soon. You shelter her mm-hmm. you give her too much you think i'm telling i'm telling you right now you mm-hmm. treat her too good and when you do that she's gonna you give her an inch she's gonna yeah. take a mile do you take that smile off your face thank you d that was you didn't have to talk about her smile <laughs> you didn't have to talk about her. it's like 
one extreme to the next. You don't. You, you, you can have a middle ground. Amy, would you like to go first this week for PLT stories? Yeah, I would. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Listen, we've talked about me growing up. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of growing to do. Yeah. I had a lot of things to go through. Mm-hmm. And I did a lot of things that I'm not proud of. Yeah. And I still feel sad about them sometimes. That's fair. That's nice. And I am active in therapy. And I highly recommend, mm-hmm. I've said it before, if you are at a point in your life where you're like, oh, I'm so like, I don't want to take the time to look through and find the one that I like, just do it. Let's go. Because you'll find it. And when you do, man, things change. Mm-hmm. So um, now I'm a perfect human being. Yay. No, but no, she's, now. She's pretty cool. Yeah. I'm feel- Thank you so much. I'm feeling better, mm-hmm. you know, like it just helps me. Anyways, I love mine. So, you know, we've talked about these kinds of things before this. We haven't got to, but I'm sure it'll come up. And um, I was in grade seven and I was going through some things. This was around the time that I tried to push that girl down the stairs. <laughs> um, this was around the time that I, you know, didn't like being there. Mm-hmm. I was being bullied. Okay. I was bullying. Yeah. And I was annoyed by authority figures and only annoyed by the specific authority figures. I didn't like, this is so fucked up. Why do I put this properly? I didn't like authority figures that were like too like <laughs> nice to me because I was a, being a mean girl mm. and I want I needed structure. Mm-hmm. I needed authority figures that like knew their shit. Not, not, we're not assholes, but like knew how to handle a kid like me. Yeah. And I had this teacher that didn't know what to do with me. And she didn't have like the right skills to handle a kid who was fucked. Right. <laughs> and so this teacher was a really nice teacher. Um, and also I think like she brought, I, you know, what's funny. So I've been known that I was gay since my first memory. That's just my story. Mm-hmm. Some people's comes later for me. I knew always, I just didn't know how to like figure that out. So she, I swear was gay. And I, she never talked about it, of course. Well, not at that time anyways. It was just never brought up. And mm-hmm. we weren't talking about queer things, even though I was in a public school at that time. And anyways, I think she like, I felt threatened. Like I felt like I didn't want to like her either because I think I knew she was gay. I just like, I would really like to know now. Anyways, mm-hmm. the long and short of this fucking story is one time I said to her and she tried her best with me, but she could not defeat me. No. She, every time she said something, I fucking one up to her as a child. I remember being able to just play her and twist her and do whatever the fuck I needed to, which is just, it's just sick. <laughs> but also like, good for you. Well, okay. I appreciate that. But, but it was sick. Mm-hmm. And it really was because like I hated myself, you know, but one day. I looked at her in the face and I said, if we were the same age, we were like going back and forth and she was like trying to discipline me and I was like not having it. And I looked at her and I was like, I bet you were a dork growing up. (laughs) (laughs) I bet you were a dork growing up, I said. You were like 12 years old. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 11 because my birthday's in November. And I said, if we were the same age growing up, I would never be friends with you. (gasps) And she started crying. (gasps) She started crying wow. in front of me yeah. and the class yeah. and left. <gasps> and that is the second teacher I've made cry in my life. <laughs> that is not okay. <laughs> I said, I bet you were a dork growing up. Whoa. That 
that's well, not cool. You were reading the room. No, <laughs> I wasn't. I have sick, deep regrets. Yeah. I can't even believe I said that. I should find her. I don't think I've ever apologized to her. I told you I've given many well, apology you letters. You have a platform now. Well, if you're listening and you know that you were my grade seven teacher, <laughs> I am devastatingly sorry. Yeah. Like, what a real serious PLT. Can we talk about this? So anything below 20? There's a lot going on. Oh, my God. So everything is forgiven. That's fucked up. If Except, you, you know, okay, killing but li- people. Listen, I told you I killed that kid <laughs> in confidence. <laughs> no, if you were a teacher, truly, no joke, without, mm-hmm. like, truly, and a kid said that to you, what would you do? My initial response is that I would laugh. Yeah. <laughs> because, <laughs> shut the fuck up, bitch. That's literally what I'd want to do. But, I mean, I, again, yeah, that's my initial would be like, I'd want to go, like yeah. I would, I, what did you say? Yeah. And then it give you detention. Um, I honestly don't think it would make me cry. But again, I, I didn't know. If you were shaking, she was so mad at me at this point because wow. I wasn't doing what she said. I was just being such an evil piece of shit. And then I said, oh, then I hit her with that. That would kind of. I yeah. I would cry for sure. Yeah. That is like so mean. Like people who are mean, I feel like that those feelings don't being like you know, on the receiving end of that, mm-hmm. those feelings like don't grow with age. Yeah. I mean, what you can tolerate and like whatever, but when people are really like mean, like that mm-hmm. doesn't mean. Yeah. Maybe she did feel like a dork. I must have hit a sore spot. Yeah, fair. And then she fucking cried. An 11 year old made her cry. Mm-hmm. And I get, and she was also probably very, there's probably more to it. If she was on this podcast, she'd probably be like, yeah, there's a lot more <laughs> to that. <laughs> you fucking crazy bitch. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm part of her like journey and her story. Mm-hmm. I'm the PLT thanks. You're the PLT thanks. That is, oh, I mean, like, first of all, the fact that you can now look back at that, of course, and just say, wow, that was pretty fucked up, you know? But again, you were young. Thanks. We all, we all have our journeys and we're all fucked up, you know, like, oh, I don't think I can tell this, but I, I did some fucked up things. <laughs> okay. 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 Yeah. Tell we, me off air. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this one's maybe too far to bring up. We all did some interesting things yeah, growing up. With, I the, with it. not the best of intentions, but with no real ill will at the end of the day, because we didn't even know fully, you know, how far we could hurt people or like how we didn't even get the world yet to be, you know, I think, you know. Yeah, and it was all me. Mm-hmm. Like that was me. That was me projecting all of my hurt yeah. inside on an adult. And you weren't, you were what, 11. You were not even close to being done growing mentally physically oh. everything you had so much to learn Thanks and that was that. that was on society that was on your parents that was on everybody to to yeah. continue for you to grow so like there was still so much of that to happen so overall yeah great that you can look back at it great that you can you know be upset that that happened and that you did that but amazing that you could look back and say i did that that was fucked up i feel terrible and Thanks i'm not like that anymore Thanks for saying that so hmm, turning into oprah here i was gonna say you sound exactly like my therapist <laughs> um, but i also want to say too when you brought up the teacher thing. So when I was in elementary school in the eighties, not even joking this time, (laughs) it was the eighties and our librarian in Langley, Langley, BC, if you're not, you know, from around here, the listeners, it's a small uh, suburb town of Vancouver. It's about an hour away. Um, Anyway, my librarian, his name was Mr. Haywood. Great, great man. Clearly homosexual, clearly homosexual. It's the eighties. Um, so they were accept we were accepted, mm-hmm. but it was just a different time. You know what I mean? And I don't remember my parents ever having a problem or anyone ever having a problem. He, he taught there, I think all eight years that I went to Simon's elementary. But what happened is that when I moved to Vancouver, I would see him on the seawall on my runs up to about five years ago. And every time I'd pass, 
I knew it was him, mm-hmm. a little bit older, 60s, 70s now, whatever he is. And I would go in my brain, I'd go, next time I see him, Ryan, next time I see him, you stop and you go and you say, hey, Mr. Haywood, I don't know if you remember me. And I want to say I think he would because he clearly knew I was gay. I think yeah. if you're a gay teacher in the 80s and you have gay students, you must you must download, hey, uh, that one's that one's homosexual just yeah. because you have the experience of being a, a gay kid. Yeah. So and also I, when I was like this, hey, Mr. Haywood, <laughs> I like your hair today. That probably <laughs> gave it away. Um, <laughs> but anyway, uh, that's all I have to say on that. And now. I haven't seen him on the seawall for five years. I don't know if he's passed or if he's in a home or if he's just maybe we're just not seeing each other. But I so regret not stopping on my fucking run and just going, hey, and he might not have remembered me. He fully might not have. He taught hundreds of students, maybe even thousands over all these years. Yeah. And um, yeah, one of those little things where I'm like, I wish I would have done that anyway. But back to you. I'm that a piece of shit. You're a piece of shit, but you're not like that anymore, so it's all good. Thanks. But you're a PLT. I know. Yeah. Thank you. Also, you know, I've had so many of our stories. We can find everyone in the story to be a PLT, but you were the only PLT in the story. I was story. the only PLT. <laughs> she was lovely. She was lovely. Oh. Okay. I'm up. I'm going to tell a story that um, I usually don't talk about. Hmm. I don't want to give away, but there's... What happens at the end of the story is something that we talk about a lot on this podcast and I try to stay away from because I try to think I'm above it. Okay. But today I'm just going to let you know. So <laughs> my nephew just turned 10 years old, kind of a milestone, 10, wow. you know, and it made me remember the day he was born. His birthday is St. Patrick's Day, uh, I guess, what year is it? 2013. And the day he was born, he was born in Australia from my youngest sister, Carmen. Me and my sister, Nicole, both lived in Vancouver at the time, and my roommate was my friend, Clay, and he was with his partner at the time, and the four of us wanted to celebrate that, you know, Ryan and Nikki had a nephew, so we decided to put on kind of like dressy clothes, like dress, we're like, you know, a dress shirt and a tie, but we went to Red Robin on Robson, <laughs> which is a burger joint that yeah. I've talked about several times, um, so we go to Red Robin, and we're celebrating, and we get all the things, you know, we get the appetizers, we get the burgers and the bottomless fries, and we have a good time, um, I remember we had, you know, I think wings with blue cheese, we have all the sauces, like we have everything, we go out like we, we go full on at red robin and then after we're like okay you know we probably had a couple of beers there or whatever and i think it was like a sunday we're having a good time at st patrick's day like okay let's go to 1181 now a gay bar on davy and uh we go there and we're having a time the four of us and then i actually i think clay and his partner at the time they're like oh yeah they do leave they go back home they're gone me and my sister are still having fun one of the bartenders at 1181 at the time we had kind of like we're gonna go on a date around that time okay so I was kind of like horny that he was there and I wanted, I wanted to go there to kind of like, you know, just be sexy. Yeah. And, but we're there and I'm still wearing my tie and everything and my stomach, it starts really hurting. Like it's really like twisting and I'm holding in all the farts cause I'm at this like gay bar during the day. It's a very small gay bar, but you know, it's decently busy and I gotta, I gotta go. Yeah. But I didn't want to go number two because it's such a small bar that even sometimes, especially like during the day, maybe when it's not that busy, yeah. if you go, oh, yeah. when the door opens, some of that smell comes out. Yeah. And the next person that goes in, more of that smell escapes. And every time that door opens and closes, more smell is exposed into the main area. Mm-hmm. At the time, too, I lived three blocks down the hill. Mm-hmm. So I look at my sister. I, look, I say, Nikki, <laughs> I go, I need to go 
I don't want to go here. I'm also wearing this fucking tie and I'm trying to flirt with this boy. I want to change my shirt. Yeah. I'm like, will you be okay? I will honestly be 10 minutes. I'll be so quick. I'm just going to scurry queen down the fucking hill. <laughs> go down Butte Scur- Street. Scurry queen. Scurry queen. Scurry queen on my broom. Down Butte. Here she comes. <laughs> just needs to change her fucking shirt. Yeah. And um, I should drink every week. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so Nikki's, Nikki was really cool about it. Like I think most people would be like, fuck you. Go shit here. Your shirt looks fine. Maybe take your tie off. Yeah. But she's like, she knew what, there was other gays and you know whoever probably, you know, Robin Gray is a drag queen or something. There was people there that she could converse with and she was fine. And she's your sister. Also, Nicole Steele is a very independent woman. Right. She she can hold her own. Right. She was in the city for a very long time. So she's like, yeah, go do your thing. I'll be here. Just don't be too long. So again, my stomach's hurting. So I cross the street. I'm walking down Butte. I get to a certain point and I've never had a baby. I've never had contractions. But if I could imagine they were anywhere close to similar, oh. I would... You know, say this was on, not even on par, because I never want to say like close to having a baby, but it was even maybe half the pain that, you know, women have to go through when they have uh, children. Yeah. I was walking down the street and it got to be so bad that I, I don't know if you ever had to do this, where like you literally had to stop because even moving was like jiggling it all up in your insides. Every day of my life. Yeah, you know. So I'm talking to the right person. (laughs) So I'm walking down the street and I'm like, I'm, you know, I'm sweating. I'm like, whoa, I have to stop. And it's like a contraction. You kind of have to, it's like, you know, 10, 20 seconds long. And then it kind of stops, kind of goes back up again. And yep. then you can walk again. And I'm like, okay, it's almost like a video game or something. And I'm like, okay, I got power again. Walking <laughs> down the hill. Again, it happens. Stop. I'm like this time. And now I actually have to take my hand and physically hold my like butt cheeks together through my pants or my jeans, or whatever. And I'm holding my bum together because I'm like, I can't, oh my God, it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Oh. Okay. Contraction. <laughs> Goes back up my bum again. Okay, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm like now like two blocks. Not even. I'm like a block from my apartment. I go down the hill a little bit more. I can now see it. I can see the alley door to my building. I'm looking at it. I'm getting close. And now here's what happens. Mm. Your bum knows when you're Mm -hmm. close to home. Mm -hmm. Your bum knows. Your your bum knows. (laughs) Your bum knows. And so (laughs) I can see my apartment. My bum can see my apartment. (laughs) A contraction comes and she shit herself so much. It just went all the all the way out, and it wasn't a shirt, ladies and gentlemen. I fully just diarrheaed my pants, just like I could feel it. Oh, sorry, close you your ears if you don't ahead. like this much. But Go I'm going to be a little graphic. It was just rolling, like filling up my underwear, rolling down my legs, and I just I was now invested. I couldn't stop. It just mm-hmm. I just let it out. I'm like, okay, that just happened. Um, was again, it coming out your pants? No, it did not come out my pants, but I'm sure it probably stained. Not stained, but you could probably see it a little bit. So now I'm in like, you know, hyper mode. I'm like, oh my God, I got to go. Wow. Luckily, I can see my fucking door. So I like go to the alley door, which is not a very, you know, it's it's not as busy in the alley door as it is the front door. So I'm like, okay, yeah. well, this, this is good. I actually see one person coming down the hallway. So I no. can stop, let them leave. Hopefully they didn't smell me. Probably smelled me. Yeah. Um, well, they they leave. I kind of peer through, look in, don't see anyone else coming. I go in, go in, blah, 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 blah. I get into my apartment. Clay's home, just chilling, you know what I mean? Probably reading a porn. And I was just like, oh my God, girl. He's like, what are you doing home so quick? I thought you and Nikki were going to go for a few drinks. I'm like, and then I have to tell him. I shit myself. Yeah. I probably just told him the story that I told you, but I, yeah, um, I, I shit myself. And so then, ugh, then I have to have, what do you do after you shit yourself? I haven't done this in a long time. So first thing is you have to have a shower. Mm-hmm. So I have a shower and then I have to go bring my shitty pants and underwear. But did you shower your pants? Or no, underwear? No. You put them in the communal wash with shit in them. Yeah. All right. I fucked up. I see. I don't know. I don't know the protocol. So I go, and that's another scary thing is I didn't have in sweet laundry. Yeah. It was just a, you know, a laundry room downstairs or whatever. Not a big building, only like three or four floors. But um, I go to the laundry room. Oh my God, if I pass someone in the hallway, I'm going to reek. 
Um, but like of I, your own shit. I know. I, I bypass no one. So I go and I just throw it in there. I throw it in there and I, I start it. And then I go get changed and I put a shirt on that I liked. Probably very tight. And then I go back to 1181 and my sister was like, that took you a while. And I'm like, let me tell you why. <laughs> anyway, that's my PLT story. I'll never forget the day Samuel was born. And uh, that's the last time I fully like shit. Maybe that's like the only time I fully fully shit myself yeah like i've sharded and this and that but that was like that was dramatic i remember the day you were born (laughs) (laughs) shit all inside my pants i mean come closer bring your kids (laughs) bring their kids too Come on. Come here, Samuel. Sit, sit around, everybody. Ooh. I got a story. <laughs> when you were born, your auntie Nikki and I celebrated at a gay bar. <laughs> and I had a crush on someone, so I had to go change my shirt. Mm. And I ran as fast as I could, holding my little bum hole together. And despite all of my energy, I shit my whole pants, honey. Okay? I really like that voice. <laughs> Me too. I've never tried it. I talked to my dad on the phone yesterday, quick side note, and... I always I'm so interested in people's voices if you see a clip of like you know Meryl Streep when she's like 19 compared to like you know 65 or whatever she's now 70 yeah and you can hear the the change in their voice that just happens to all of us her voices age just like anybody and yesterday in my, in my dad's birthday I gave him a little phone call he just sounded old you oh, know what I mean you I was like that only now like recently I just kind of like is you just I mean I talked to him a fair amount I see him a fair amount actually and it just kind of like it's so gradual and it's you don't really notice but it's like it's like anything I find if someone's we talked about this like we just noticed some pictures we look a little bit older lately mm-hmm. you'll feel fine for a few months years whatever and then it just takes one or two photos in a row you're like yep I'm a little bit older now like it happened I see the physical change because again it happens so slow and same with my dad's voice but I heard him on the phone yesterday and I'm like I'm talking to an old man right now yeah but Doug you, I know he's not listening. If there's one person that I know is not listening to this podcast, it's my father. It's your dad yeah. or my dad. <laughs> or your dad. <laughs> yeah, no. Anyway, I'm a shitty PLT. Hey, it's okay. Yeah. But you are the pill there. Yeah. It's no problem. Yeah. I just said, what did I eat too at Red Robin? Yeah. I was, well, I was scared to go back there for a while. I understand. Like every episode, <laughs> we end with a question. I apologize for the Shania Twain question last week. You know, I have my, my good ones and my bad ones. Last week was a little fucked up. It's a big job. <laughs> it's, a, it's a big job. Okay. You know, I quit the bar just so I could focus on the end question of this yeah. uh, podcast. If you needed a heart transplant to live. Okay. And the only heart that was your match was from a serial killer. Oh. Who just died. Would you take their heart? Oh, my God. Yeah. This is fucked. I'll go first if you want. Yeah. My initial response is, well, if it's a matter of life and death, I'm going to take this heart. That yeah. that heart didn't kill people. It was their messed up brain or it was how they were raised or whatever happened to them to do that. I don't think the actual physical heart was the problem. Yeah. It'd be fucked up thinking that I have, you know, like, you know, some uh, some some serial killer's heart inside of me, but I would I would take it. And then I would just make sure that I went to maybe like um, a lot of therapy after and I really was getting checkups and like, hey, do I seem okay? <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. yeah. I, whoa. Yeah. This one is a good one. Thank you. You did. I'm so glad you quit the bar. I'm back. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to be worth it. Even though you, you don't get paid for this. No. <laughs> we, <laughs> this is worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I feel as you were saying that, First of all, I, yeah, I, I was like, I, how could I, I can't, I'm afraid because you, I feel like you, when you do hear about people taking people's organs, whether it's their heart or liver or whatever, but especially their heart, mm-hmm. but also it could be the media, you know, picking up those stories. 
but they say like, oh my God, now I like, you know, mint ice cream. And mm. and <gasps> they find out that their fam, you know, the family members Whoa. of the deceased person, they loved mint ice cream. I don't know cream. a lot about that. That's a thing. I've, well, I've heard of it before. Whoa. So whether or not Whoa. it's true. Yeah. Um, which is pretty neat. Mm. Um, so yeah, I'd be real scared <laughs> that I'd be start going killing people. Mm. But then when you were saying that, I was thinking the same thing where I was like, I would have to do a lot of therapy. Mm-hmm. I think I'd also have to train my brain to to believe it's just a heart. It's just an organ. Mm-hmm. It's just something that kept someone alive. It's mm-hmm. not anything other than that. Mm-hmm. Um, but that I guess I guess mm. I mean I Okay, truly, I would take I would take it, yeah. and I would do what you did. It's life and death. I think that's the only answer. Mm-hmm. I don't want to. I don't want to go yet. Because yeah, if you die too, then the then the serial killer wins. <gasps> no, not on my no. watch. Oh, I still have to register my organs. <gasps> yeah, you have you done that? I think yeah. I, I'm, I'm a organ donor on my license. Okay, yeah, yeah. Then you do. I need to do that. Mm-hmm. At the Grammys this year, the award for best song went to Bonnie Raitt, and she was it was against like Beyonce and Lizzo and Harry Styles. It was all the big stars. Bonnie Raitt, who's been around forever, you know Bonnie Raitt, red hair, got the gray streak. She's classic. Oh, country. Like, yeah, country folk. Just like she's really old school. She was nominated. Probably just happy. You know, she's got to be like late sixties, seventy. She won. She won because her song. I didn't you know get it on spotify after it's a beautiful song about um someone who lost their child or something like that but their heart saves another person Aww. and then that bringing them close in their relationship and that's what the song's about <laughs> and it was like your son dying whatever you know kept me alive whatever and now i have your son's heart and the song's beautiful that's so nice so if you guys have any sort of you know music device it's a song by bonnie Raitt. i can't remember the name right now showing my age hey did i tell you that i saw everything everywhere all at once <laughs> whoa you spilled your negroni oh, on I, your I, crotch I, I was trying to be funny and i really did spill my negroni if one drink is all it takes yeah d can we have a couple tequilas please yeah d get us some tequilas <laughs> you can jump off the levels but yeah. first play our outro yes thanks d okay okay all right everyone we'll see you next time bye <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to Poor Little Thing, the podcast. We love you. And if you love us, please don't forget to like, rate, review, and subscribe. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Ryan and Amy Show. If you want to see exclusive content and extra goodies, join our Patreon and strap in because it gets wet and wild. (laughs) (laughs) And as we always say, you You poor poor little thing. thing. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.